0: In this episode, Ryan and I discuss the simplicity of the infinite banking concept, the complexity of the current financial construct and paradigm. We hope you enjoy. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Banking with Life podcast. My name is James Nethery, your host. I'm your co-host, Ryan Griggs. The well-written and uh, published, increasingly more published co-host, Mr. Ryan Griggs. Mm -hmm. And so... We just decided that we're going to talk about a couple of things: yeah, you know, simplicity,
1: and uh, whatever else comes up. Simplicity. So you gave a talk in the past at the it was that a think tank, right? Nelson Nash Institute think tank. And the title was something to the effect of "This is ridiculously simple."
0: Ridiculously simple. Which I didn't, you know, I got that straight from Nelson. It's mm-hmm. ridiculously simple, the infinite banking concept. But yes, I did.
1: And so that's come up over the past week. You know, we get a lot of questions. I certainly have a new client on the East Coast who... One? You got one new client? (laughs) This one in particular. uh, You know, we had a series of, I think, four different phone calls, and each about an hour long. Um, How do you you have time to rot? (laughs) Yeah, I I don't. (laughs) Uh, And he, that's standard you know maybe some people take less time some might take more but a lot of questions to get through sure I think when people first get started they uh, can feel overwhelmed by what they perceive to be the complexity or mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. complicated nature of infinite banking and I got to learn about premium payment and you know what's cash value and all this stuff but I think if you talk to somebody who's been doing infinite banking, I mean, I, the way I describe it is like riding a bike. If you've never ridden a bike before, that looks complicated. <coughs> but if you've ridden a bike, well, it's, it's like riding a bike. Right. I mean, super simple. Um, but I wish it, it would be convenient if it were easier to convey the simplicity. Oh, I think the reason that most people who are just learning about infinite banking are just learning about even dividend paying whole life is that they're still stuck in that old conventional financial paradigm of let's think in terms of rates of return um, analyzing financial assets as if they're investments this i run still run across this i still i mean i've only been we've only been talking about it for a few months i guess like really pounding on you it you mean
0: on recorded? yeah <laughs> and in podcast podcast yeah, yeah.
1: Right. so that, i mean that Go back to the talk I gave in February at the 2019 Nelson Nash Institute think tank about capital, capitalizing, saving versus, as opposed to, as distinguished from investing. Mm-hmm. Right. So we still run into that, um, and I'm sure we'll continue to. But um, I think that's really the problem: is that if you're if you're approaching infinite banking and you're not aware that there's a a sort of a a theoretical structure, a, a way of thinking that you know is not absolutely necessary, but it's just what out there. It's it's the dominant paradigm of of how to think about money, of how to think about financial assets. If you're not aware that there's you know a, a certain preset, conditioned, programmed way of thinking about money and finance out there, then and then you try to fit infinite banking into that, then yeah, it's going to appear complicated. And I think you can get stuck all day and I think that's why individuals can have so many questions not that having questions is a bad thing don't get me don't that's not what I'm saying but uh, it's going to be more difficult to fully understand infinite banking if you stick to the conventional financial analytical paradigm I think
0: there's a there's a lot there to unpack
1: yeah so
0: And I and I agree. I'm (laughs) fine. Say get to work. (laughs) Yeah, get to work. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about industry jargon for a minute. Okay. You know, life insurance All life insurance is life insurance. Not true. You know, and the advisor, the agent, and sometimes there's not distinct clarity and differentiation between types and um types of life insurance. So that doesn't bring clarity. Yeah. Um coming from the typical uh, construct of the financial world, you know, agents, advisors are trained in a particular way. Assets under management and sell, sell, sell. And oh, then there's a, the need based selling and then, you know, there's all kinds of sales, uh, marketing theory and product and systems and things. Um and so the consumer, too, has typically – I mean, look, we're, we're all born into a construct mm-hmm. that's not by choice. Part of that construct is a financial construct, and we're surrounded by the noise. All of us we can't get away from it. You have to diligently pay attention, be able to properly classify things and recognize the noise. <clears throat> so that's, that takes effort. So you know there's the industry in construct the the financial world, you know Wall Street creating all new products to attract capital and charge all the fees to sell and then to manage and then to short and then to repurchase and mm-hmm. recycle mm-hmm. do it again the the you know the I think the average all american you know financial agent advisor, their hearts are in the right place, and you know they've got to go through all of this learning and and they're trying to do the right thing for their clients, um, but they but they are still trained in a construct.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, All right. Then the consumer has a construct. Well, you know the rate of return, rate of return. You mentioned it. Just using the terminology of investment, classifying life insurance as an investment uh, is wrong. Yeah. Life insurance is not That's an wrong. investment. That's it's wrong whether yeah. you're or whether you are a life insurance company, a life insurance agent, a consultant. I don't care who you are. Using and, and it's all in love, right? Mm-hmm. Love peace and chicken grease. Mm-hmm. Life insurance is not an investment. I mean, even the Internal Revenue Service can recognize that. <laughs> okay, so the so, bar is low. <laughs> uh, so you know, I didn't say that. But, But I don't disagree. (laughs) Okay, so words have meaning, you know, words have power, you know, so we should, and and I'm not perfect, but we should all, you know, um, try to convey and have a conversation with clarity. Yeah. Um, So I'm just saying that there's a lot to unpack there. You have the industry jargon that the advisor has to learn, and then they master, and then the the consumer, it's like speaking Greek sometimes, and so Mm -hmm. they have to understand or know what some of the industry jargon is and you have the construct the, the consumer that we all are born into that the agent willfully and advisor willfully engages in because they want to be of service right you know to the community so they've got to go through all the construct from the insurance yeah. world and the investment world and um and and then you get into simplicity if you listened if you read and listen to nelson nash It's simplicity,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. right? And the more fragile or the more complex something is, the more fragile it is, right? Complexity increases. Fragility increases. Mm -hmm. It's so simple, what Nelson did. So cutting through all the noise, learning some of the jargon, unlearning some of what we have learned, Mm -hmm. discarding some of the things that we think we know that just ain't so so it's not like it's an easy task to sift through all that but there comes a point in time going through learning the infinite banking concept learning about life insurance learning about the infinite banking concept comparing it you know analytically to all the other things that you can do with money
1: yeah,
0: can will wear you out it will wear you out
1: so as you were going through that something came to my mind first time I've ever made this connection. I want to lay it out and you tell me what you think. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you mentioned assets under management and the, the construct that financial people are embedded within whether they know it or not, right? So right. most financial agents, they start out, they might work with what's called a captive company, right? Where they're, f- might technically <coughs> be an independent contractor, but it sure looks a lot like employees so they get
0: a 1099 but you can't do out you can't do anything outside of right there.
1: you're told where yeah. to be when to be there what to say how to say it right the whole presentation script and all how that look. and then it's like did you say that word you know yeah, oh, it, yeah right. very i don't know if people understand it, it's so fine-tuned the sales presentation in the conventional industry is extremely fine-tuned and like you said the people are um that We assume angelic intentions, right? They've got the best intentions possible, right? And usually that's actually true. They really do want to help. They just don't realize that there is a broader strategy that, you know, there's a reason why... Uh, the sales concepts are what they are and why things like term or various versions of universal life and the mutual funds are all pushed there's a there's a reason that the presentation is packaged the way it's packaged somebody's getting paid right. <laughs> yes yes and we beat up the industry a lot because they've got the tool namely dividend paying whole life that could help people retain and maximize control over capital right but at the same time even though they have access to that tool they can provide it to people it's the last thing right the the industry doesn't understand infinite banking they're they're not out there promoting this way of thinking they're indulging and engaging that conventional mindset that people bring to the table
0: actively engaging being part of the problem
1: and look at assets (laughs) under management your assets under their management right the the it's it's right there front and center our goal is to acquire control over your capital, right? <laughs> That's the whole point. And so no wonder, no wonder people, the, av- the individuals working hard, trying to do best for their, themselves and their family, who has formed a relationship with a financial advisor, no wonder that person finds themselves without access to capital under their own ownership and control. No wonder they're exposed. I mean, duh, well, listen, right? get
0: out of debt, pay your house off. If, yes. put all the equity in in your in your uh investment program which is probably typically um a qualified traditionally qualified retirement plan and pay your house off i mean sure
1: that the whole ma- program <laughs> the yeah.
0: majority of the average all-american families assets um are in their primary residence and their qualified retirement account mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's good bad or indifferent that's just The way it is
1: right so there's so there's that overarching structure right the assets under management program the whole the goal is to separate you from control of your money period
0: intentionally you mean the industry got up wall street woke up one day and said let's separate our clients from their assets." i'm
1: sure they don't put it that (laughs) way but well that's not you know a quick little side note i did have a conversation with an agent who works for one of these fraternal life insurance no, you mean a fraternal fraternal organization that happens to own a life insurance subsidiary one of those things right okay and no there's a difference this individual was telling me that they had a call i forget what the exact it was a like a company or agency wide call training, training call training program. right <laughs> uh on video right skype or zoom or whatever where the whole that that was the point of the call was it, it what they said it was I think it was capitalization versus utilization, right? You should be utilizing your money. If you're not utilizing it, if you're not getting it in the market, then, you know, you're just sitting on it. You're not, there, that's an opportunity that the that we can exploit. We want you to be utilizing. Did, we, did
0: they use the term exploit? Do you
1: know? No, I, that's probably just my that. embellishment. But I, <laughs> I do remember utilization. Or the idea was you, you ought to be using your money rather than just, building it up right rather than just accumulating capital right we need to have you need to we need to build up your capital not yeah, you we <laughs> need to utilize
0: <be> it right <laughs> so well, you know if uh if i can interject here and i don't know and you don't have to answer but there's a couple of fraternal organizations out there one in particular that has fully embraced the infinite banking concept in the past and then they uh discovered that mm, maybe they don't want to embrace it as much as they uh, thought they did and so they're going heavily after assets under management with their other subsidiaries. I don't know if it's uh, the same no. one. I don't even want to know if it's not the same surprised. One. Okay.
1: anyway, so the where I was going with this is that does, the subject today is simplicity, <laughs> right And I want to make sure to distinguish between simplicity and clarity because I think a lot of the people who come from the traditional financial advisory analysis world I
0: would would, would typical
1: the typical yep the conventional right run of the mill they want simplicity in infinite banking so bad that they're willing to sacrifice some of the important nuance right and so we end up losing clarity so infinite bank and I think that's why there's these people out there that where you get the idea that infinite banking is a gimmick
0: and it's very complex
1: yeah and it's the more moving
0: parts and utilization and the more yeah
1: oh and i'll go ahead and say this you know maybe, maybe we need to present people with the 12 steps to understanding infinite banking or the 13 steps or the Twenty-seven step. I don't know why there's any particular number, but there's well, these well, programs out there, right? <laughs>
0: How about the top ten life insurance companies to <laughs> practice infinite banking with? Yes. I mean, when, while we're talking, people like numbers, right? We all want simply to give. Just give it to me in the three-step process.
1: Oh, this is good. Okay, we're
0: going somewhere with this? And then, this. and specifically, and and of course, I'm not a rider. Okay, I mean, I can ride. I can. I can. Uh, you know, surgically. Uh, I don't write as much as I should okay <laughs> you know? we forgive you huh? it's okay <laughs> okay <clears throat> my point being that um, it's something along those lines I've seen and and couldn't read through it I assure you you know but 10 best life insurance companies to practice banking with something like that or along those lines a
1: blog post trying to say look this is the list of the companies that you should use if you want to do it yeah, right. if you don't you're an idiot right the
0: and you, you read off those top 10 and you're and you're thinking well <laughs> is it because you have a contract with those 10 or um why specifically and then if you look into their research you know where did you get that and if you follow down that rabbit hole you'll and i, and I printed this part out i haven't I and, it, and, it, and it'll say well you know we're relying on other things that we found on the internet other people's opinions and blog posts and and, and message boards and i'm like scratching my head well it makes sense why those 10 made the top it's like, 10 i like no, no no i don't know maybe that's an easy uh clickable clickbait kind of thing yes. top 10 top three top five and not that we you know i think i have a top i don't have a I don't know that I have a top thing out there, video in the past, you know, six benefits of a whole lot. I mean, yeah. I could have I continued and made that longer. I'm right. just saying, but.
1: So I like where this is going. I think this is good. It, it, the reason that there's false information on blog posts out there, the reason that there's these uh, sales programs that are pitched either to individuals or to agents or to both in in, uh, they're out there because the providers want to simplify and they need to simplify the concept. Instead of just reading the book, instead of just reading the book, because they're they're operating from that traditional paradigm. Typical. And that's why you get that's why you get the people who say, oh, uh, invest in in whole life. Oh yeah, you can call investment or you can, or you can call whole life an investment. The best it's whatever you want to call it. Is. It's like. It's like no, no, you can't do that. I don't know.
0: You're assuming angelic intentions, and and I and I love that, and I learned that from you, right? Um, I think that though, I think that there may be just as much out there trying to complicate it. Okay, Um, I I don't know that, and maybe through. Maybe the complication is unintentional. Uh, maybe they are trying to simplify it, but then, my gosh, it becomes—it gives me a headache. Yes, you know, reading—I can't even read the, and listen to most financial jargon. Cannot, can't, just can't, can't do, do, it. do it because
1: it. I mean, just no, thank you.
0: So I think maybe you, maybe you are correct, and I'm not disagreeing at all. Maybe they are trying to simplify, but through their, um, through the lack of understanding or. Uh, maybe some ignorance and there may be some malintent but i'm assuming angelic intentions through the simplification process it becomes overly complicated and and then when you look at a lot of the results you know i'm just thinking oh my god that's complex and that's completely fragile
1: Mm, that's good Uh, no
0: i mean it, it it is where at the end of the day nelson simplified 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 and it was so just straightforward, Southern gentleman. He, he spoke plain English with a cool accent, and he was right, right. And in, in, mm-hmm. in whatever analogy that he would use or question that he would ask,
1: and and it was very simple, mm-hmm. simple and, yet <coughs> articulate, right? I think he had. I think he had gone so far. Well, well, so, that, so there's two competing <laughs> paradigms, right? There's there's the what you can call the Nelson Nash way of thinking about money and finance and then there's everything else (laughs) right And, and I think what Nelson I mean I think Nelson established that alternative paradigm and then did the most of anybody ever to most specifically most clearly articulate how that looks right what that paradigm looks and feels like you know talking about and that's why he's told that's why he took the parable i mean i'm not trying to put words in his mouth but that's why there's a parable approach to conveying the concepts and becoming your own bank. He's telling stories that's biblical right? yeah he's I mean, he's elaborating an entirely new paradigm and i think that's also why a lot of people who especially those who have been in the industry for a long time not everyone but individuals who have been in the industry for a long time might read the book and go oh this is hokey or oh the language isn't you know as complex or complicated as it well, should be listen, if
0: you're going to pick on the industry i want to throw the austrians and the libertarians and all the economists <laughs> in here as well
1: oh gosh okay because
0: okay. <laughs> you, when you say there's nelson and what he did and, the, and you know and then everything else i mean he had a background in austrian economics yes so, okay and so i just don't want to leave those oh out. that's
1: a whole nother yeah
0: um, so, and two, and, it, and two, you're very articulate, and I appreciate that. When you, when you, well, he was very articulate. I said the same thing when I said he had a southern drawl, a southern <laughs> gentleman with clarity and simplicity.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the word for that's articulate. So,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the
0: academician. That, uh, yeah, no,
1: but you're so right. So he's got a the Austrian stuff is a whole part of it. Right, the, no that's question. the that's the backdrop to this per, this particular Nelson Nash IBC style of thinking about finance. Right, that that's the economic background. Whereas, lo and behold, coincidentally, no surprise, the economic background behind the conventional traditional financial paradigm typical is uh, amalgam of neoclassical and Keynesian. The it's it, we'll use nice words like. It, there's an organization out there that gives the designations, right? All the various things that you can be called when you're in the industry. There's one particular college, won't say which one, that gives these designations, and they've got a <laughs> curriculum, right? And they've, so they've got professors, they'd have cl- uh, normal courses like you'd expect at a college, and you can see what the textbooks are, right? I mean, Nelson used to talk about how when he did his Chartered Life Underwriter uh, required education, he had to read. Uh, Paul Samuelson, who was a communist, who explicitly <laughs> endorsed the Soviet Union, just before it collapsed. I mean, so th- maybe they've updated the economics. Yeah, but yeah. they're they're still in the same lane, right? So there's, oh, that, I mean, there's the whole <laughs> s- the whole structure. That's what really irritates me uh, when it comes to the Austrians. Is we've totally given up, or we've not? We've done so little to inform the financial analyst. The, the financial professional, there is no financial economics from an Austrian perspective.
0: Well, now you say that, but outside the, of
1: what Nelson did,
0: the CFA designation, um, which you normally have a CFA when you're managing portfolios, you know, so that you have a lot of designations out there. That, that is, that's a pretty respected and uh, sought after and highly recognized designation. Um I understand that they've added a course of Austrian economics about 3 or 4 years ago into that program which didn't exist prior to that. So they're making progress.
1: Yeah, that's like people say <laughs> you know it's it's now's a better time than ever to be an Austrian and and try to be an academic. It's like no. I just don't. <laughs> well, I just,
0: you know, th- what is what is this is April, right? I'm just saying that uh, This is
1: certainly not April?
0: Uh, just, uh <laughs> August, <laughs> <this> sorry. <laughs>
1: The year's gone by really quickly. Uh, Okay. August August, 2019. August
0: 2019. The Austrians and the Libertarians need to uh, smoke a few more cigars and distinguish between (laughs) Cubans and uh, others, okay? Not that there are no other good cigars in the big, wide world other than (laughs) Cubans. And, yes, Cubans are made in a socialistic state. I get it, but it has little to do with that, right? It has to do with the altitude and humidity in the soil, look at it. And the tradition and the history. But don't comment on cigars unless you've smoked several, in my opinion. <laughs> unless you're just sharing, you know, it's like, hey, I don't know, this this may be good, this may be good. <laughs> this is hilarious.
1: If you're watching this and you understand that reference, then you're ahead of the game. That's right. And I love you all. I'm not <laughs> I'm not
0: I'm not kidding. I mean I'm just saying I don't want to hear a libertarian talk too much about the infinite banking concept and I don't really want to hear him talk about Um, cigars now they can you know paint the world with alcohol they can talk about alcohol all day long Mm because that's all right
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right so backing up a little bit so there's there's a a clear distinction between like the fundamental paradigm that nelson nash brought to thinking about money and banking and then there's the dominant financial industry out there that you can you know assets under management is one of the name one of the particular keyword phrases that you might hear associated with that but i think our point here my point here is that that's not even understood that there is a distinction that people are trying to come from the, the they're trying to understand infinite banking and fit infinite banking into the conventional financial uh analytical paradigm so like for the individual for the person who wants to who's thinking about doing infinite banking my encouragement is just to reflect on that right like think through things like assets under management like well that's kind of weird why do they my how about shouldn't i have control over my assets like how about they're under my management right and and the more you think of it that's just one example Any more, the more you think of the incentive structure behind the industry, how most financial people get paid, right? The, 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 the fees associated with the, uh, different sorts of managed money portfolio kind of deals, the, um, the, the thickness of the prospectus and the mutual fund that you've got, that you're investing in through your 401k, right? These things should, this isn't just complicated or, Oh, it seems difficult to understand. Like, there's a reason, right? My point is, there's a reason for why so many things just seem weird. And you've got to, if you can see it, Nelson, right? If you know what's going on, you'll know what to do, right? And once you
0: you see it, you can't unsee it? You can't, yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh,
1: my gosh. Okay,
0: okay. So, are you wrapping that up for us? I mean,
1: well, I just. It would be I think the learning process would be easier for people if they could become aware of that, that there is a conventional paradigm out there that is not conducive to infinite banking that doesn't understand capital or the importance of it that doesn't understand the cost of dependency on third party capital. Willingly or unwillingly, you know, if you become aware of that and then exit from it, and just be willing, have the humility, oh, have the humility to back up and be like, okay, let's start over.
0: Well, how would they do that? How would they? How would they become aware? How would they learn? I mean, how? how would I still they do think that?
1: just reading Nelson's book and first, it's you have to have the the initial willingness to say, okay something deeper is wrong here. Let me back up as far as I am aware that I'm able and let me approach becoming your own banker and Nelson Nash and Infinite Banking with as open a mind as possible. And then maybe things will start to fall together a little I, more. You know, and I, One last thing, I think that's why other people who even in Infinite Banking who took a long time to wrap their mind around the concept took as long as it did. Right. And it's everybody has their own, you know, rate of progress. That's fine, I'm not beating anybody up. But I'm saying that I think you can understand infinite banking and see what Nelson's vision was if you're willing to step back and say, Okay, maybe there's something deeper that's wrong here in the financial system. I, I
0: agree with that. And and let me also I think most of the people that I speak with, they're really coming from that. Yeah. point that, you know, there's something, I mean, everybody knows there's something fundamentally wrong in the economy. Um, it may be at different degrees and levels, mm-hmm. but the, the majority of the people that I speak with, they they know that um, what they've done or what they've been told is not necessarily um, been their experience. And so they're willing to look at um, Nelson's work and his concept, you know, get password life insurance, but we're still in this noise, and we're still in this construct, and so it, it, it's harder to continue, you know, down that road if you, if you don't get past the word life insurance. And what I mean by that, that life insurance is not an investment, and the whole financial typical construct is always looked at life insurance solely for the death benefit. Samuelson and Nelson had their um, interactions <laughs> about that uh, in particular. Um. And 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 I'm not negating the need for death benefit. I think if you have responsibilities, or you know you're a philanthropist, and you have causes that are near and dear to you, you know we a death benefit is is needed, required, what have you. Once you get yeah, past you're that, get now we get boatloads of it anyway. <laughs> you know, and I said it, and I'll say it again all the time. I say it all the time. You typically wind up with more death benefit at natural mortality when you solve um for cash value with the infinite banking concept i mean that was a real i didn't learn that until you know 20 years in the life insurance industry and anyway okay you got to move past the continue moving past the financial construct okay so i think when we when i typically talk to people they know there's something wrong they're they're open-minded and they want to learn it's intriguing um they want to discover the infinite bank concept, vet it out, see if it's right. But you have to keep going because we're still surrounded in this noise, right, in this construct. That, yeah.
1: Well, some don't. I, you run some across, some you, don't. Yeah, you run across some people sometime you're like, well, this will be a a, a 10% por- yeah, part no, of my portfolio. No, that, that's and,
0: exactly what I'm saying. You know, you've got to keep continue because once you just are – and Nelson used to always say this is more caught than taught.
1: right so So
0: once once you get it and you're once you're exposed to the idea of the infinite banking concept and you start reading nelson's book and some of the 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 legitimate ancillary um, works and there that takes a lot of them off the table okay (laughs) Um, and you focus on the simplicity there without being complex and trying to avoid the complexity until the the simple foundation is makes sense Mm -hmm. because it'll either make sense or it won't And if it doesn't okay but if it does um you've got to continue going and then you have to shed that um that that idea of internal rate of return internal rate of return not that there's not an internal rate of return we've talked about returns and how the how it how it how the infinite banking concept is actually utilized by the owner and everything that they're doing of course this is not the only thing that most people do and it's not the end all be all solution for everyone mm-hmm. um so my point is you have to keep going
1: yes okay
0: and and, and some of this baggage you know it's, it's not like it just falls off because you read a book mm-hmm. or it, it doesn't just like oh okay i paid a premium so now i'm fully understanding and you know i'm, I'm still surrounded by the noise and it's not affecting me not true right
1: right No, that's good. So one of the questions you asked earlier was, okay, well, how can someone go about (coughs) making this switch and understanding?
0: Going down the path of learning and educating. So we
1: talked about being aware, being aware that there is a program structure out there about how how most major financial institutions approach your financial situation, right? There's a certain orientation. There's certain goals they want to accomplish. A lot of that is encapsulated in that assets under management idea. It's about... Getting your capital under their management, right? All sorts of problems flow from that. So being aware, step one, being aware is helpful. Two, approaching becoming your own banker, Nelson's first book, fifth edition, hardcover, black, right on Amazon. Uh, Approaching it with a as open a mind as you can manage,
0: or at (laughs) bankingwithlove.com.
1: Okay, And, and being willing to, being willing to follow. Where he's going with the stories in becoming your own banker, and then I think what you're getting at just now, what you could say is like number three, is continue to surround yourself with the truth. Oh, and people that speak the truth, and don't knock repetition, right? Sometimes you hear one thing, it's like, okay, Ryan, you're beating up capital versus investment. Yeah, yeah, I am, and it's gonna, <laughs> and it's not stopping. And he enjoys it, so we <laughs> <laughs> will continue. Right. And you can't get enough of it. Okay, <laughs> there's this one a pastor uh, he. Uh, I think it's. A, do, you do you know him? You know him is no, it is, you is the him? title? If I like could go into YouTube, type do you know him? There's oh. a, a, a particular past. I think he's passed away now, but he got he gave a sermon one time where he's like, "Don't knock repetition." Mm-hmm. Like people had given him a hard time right. for repeating the same lines in sermons, and he's like, "Yeah." yeah <laughs> and you need it <laughs> you know uh, so but really don't not. we I mean we both continue to reread becoming your own banker you know the people who are in it surrounded by it all the time we're still refreshing right consistently renewing your mind right I know I want to get the exact scripture wrong but uh, there, the, there is a need to continually surround yourself with with uh, further articulation, further clarification <coughs> about the concept and, and, and the truth so that it sticks. Right? So that when the brother in law or the mother in law or the cousin or the uncle the financial or the, expert. Your best friend who's been a life insurance professional Ep- for twenty. Everybody's
0: years, been licensed.
1: Yeah. All the everyone who's going to beat you up for paying how much money in premium to what whole life? What um,
0: Do you know what that guy makes in commissions? What company, yeah, is that, exactly. is, is, what, how'd they fare in the 08, 2000?
1: <laughs> so what? so yeah, it, it's, and it's gonna happen. Have you seen what, what the market's doing lately?
0: Yeah. Have you seen Bitcoin, I'm gold, paying,
1: silver? I'm paying this much premium, why? What? But you're
0: paying $700 Can't a month go buy a car. 4% interest?
1: Oh, I could get a better rate. <laughs> <laughs> Mortgage lender's giving me four and a half, why am I gonna borrow at five? Right,
0: because oh, you want to. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway okay. those are some steps and then by the and look too maybe you want to, i don't, I don't wanna, know if I don't, you do or not i don't want the impression to come across that we're just saying this because it's convenient because it's we're, we're in the business or whatever look if you want to get into the legit theoretical economic implications of why these two sets of thinking are different we can do that all day
0: yes we can we can do you, that you want right? to do it now or <laughs> later <laughs> i'm just
1: saying it, there is a we're not we're not making this up it's not just something that we invented there is a legitimate distinction theoretically conceptually from what you would do day to day how you manage your money all the way down to an understanding of the economic system right there are two distinct ways of thinking about money and banking and and we can make it as technical as you want you know we can we can do that but look infinite banking is simple if you're just willing to back up approach becoming your own banker with an open mind be willing to change how you think about money and finance, and and genuinely, authentically follow Nelson's vision, I think you you know maybe you'll maybe you'd be interested in the you know the history of of intellectual thought behind the idea of capital, and maybe we can have that conversation. Um, but maybe not, I and mean, not everybody needs to, right? Oh, well, some people love that, and some, some people, people do, don't.
0: Huh? You know, do. if you do, perfect. Yeah. Well, I think that. Um,
1: that's a lot man i just want to say nobody else out there talking about this <laughs>
0: that implies that you're listening to other people
1: uh, yeah so no tell me i mean i don't i don't
0: i mean i do don't listen to, me. I listen to a lot of people just not
1: i just think this is a unique perspective well listen i'm having here. fun yeah.
0: but i gotta say too that you know the more complex and complicated things look like i mean it's when it when 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 there's um in the infinite banking world, presentations, talks, discussions, message boards, whatever. Um, how to get out of debt and, you know, velocitize this and velocitize that. And, and I understand the velocity of money and it's a legitimate financial term, and, and of course. But when when I see the infinite banking concept being conveyed in a, in, a, in my opinion, in an overly complex way, I'm just thinking my gosh, that's, that's so complex, and fragility comes to mind, and and I'm just not, I can't take it. You know, I gotta walk mm-hmm. away, shake my head, and and I know Nelson would say, well, God bless them, that's just where they're at. Yeah. You know, they don't know what you know, Ryan. They don't know what you know. That's where they're at. And and I wanna be just like him, okay? Right? It's like, God bless them, that's just where they're at. But it doesn't have to be complex, and it shouldn't be complex. And he, and he look, he, he four simple fundamentals,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: think long range Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to capitalize don't steal the peas and then don't do business with banks outside of checking and savings then in the last few years he added the fifth rethink your thinking which is exactly what we're talking about Mm -hmm. for the financial advisor agent um being able to recognize the construct and your part in it us as individuals being able to recognize the construct and our part in it mm-hmm. um, properly classified. So if you know what's going on, you will know what to do. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So, he always came back to those simple, little, easy to understand things. You it, know, isn't like that it,
0: what we need as human beings? Simplicity. Is yeah. simplicity is a is a virtue. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's brevity, uh-huh, um, clarity. As sim- long
1: as it doesn't sacrifice clarity, because I have had people in the industry who are like well all we got to do is make this more simple for people and i just
0: (laughs) that's a dumb it down oh my gosh yeah so there's
1: there's a there's a limit to the it is simple no question and nelson made it as simple as it needs to be and it's simple. It's simple without sacrificing clarity. No question. And yeah, we got to just make it easy. Put the money in one pocket, move it over to another. There's more money there. That's well, like you've that's, done a no, that's good
0: job conveying that. You know, there is a construct out there, and yeah. that. I mean, we're not leaving clarity out at all.
1: Right. No, read the book. Pay the premium. <laughs> <laughs> that's really, all you need to do. And live free and independent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Control right. the
0: banking function in your life.
1: We that was a whirlwind i i got everything i wanted to say you got anything you want to add james
0: uh, i could go on but um no i'm good i had fun cool. thanks for listening see and you I hope to time. see you next time yeah we'll see you next time